Hello everybody, good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspectival Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about learning to garden. Alright, what's up everybody? I hope you're doing well today, or tonight, or this morning, this afternoon, whatever time you are listening to this and whatever place you're listening to this i hope uh hope you're ready because we are going to embark on another step down this road of a series that started with a podcast episode called your mind as a garden so yeah this is gonna be good so if you haven't listened to that episode your mind as a garden it's real like a feel-good episode I would highly recommend go listen to it because you'd be like, oh man, this is giving me a warm fuzzy, uh, which is a good feeling. It's, that's not a weird innuendo. But um, I would say listen to that episode, and then there's another episode called Hydroponics that this relates to. So this kind of is like building on episode by episode because one of the points of the Perspectal Podcast is to help develop deeper ideas by giving you small building blocks and building on those blocks and building on those blocks and being able to step down this road or walk up this staircase or climb this ladder episode by episode so that we can achieve this place or get to this place where we can have really interesting conversations because we have these really deep ideas that are based on all these other ideas and it goes like cool anyways um we're talking about learning to garden today and if you haven't listened to that episode, Your Mind is a Garden, or if you haven't listened to the episode about hydroponics, um, I'm using the word garden as a metaphor for your mind, which is why I call that episode Your Mind is a Garden, and uh, having like, as you grow in life, as you have experiences, as you have thoughts and ideas and opinions and all this different stuff, it's like planting seeds and, and growing plants, and sometimes your plants die. Sometimes you shouldn't have planted two things next to each other. Sometimes little raccoons come and they steal all your fruit because you weren't, like, being watchful. Or sometimes you didn't pick your weeds and do your self-care, so it causes your other plants some harm and stuff like that. Um, but your mind is basically being used as this metaphor of a garden. And if you want more on that, go listen to the podcast because I totally gave you the reference for that. Bam! Um, but in addition to understanding or, or using this metaphor that your mind is a garden, which is a nice metaphor, and in addition to understanding that different people's gardens work differently, which is what was explained in the hydroponics podcast, where some people grow their plants in soil, some people grow their plants in water some people grow their plants in different climates and different areas with different amounts of sunlight with different amounts of water and um, understanding what kind of system you're using I think is also important um, in in kind of this metaphor of trying to use this idea of your mind as a garden to help you kind of structure your mind or get the most out of your garden to get like like good fruit or vegetables or good flowers. I don't know what you're trying to plant in your garden. Um, but one of the things that I think is very important and 
I don't want to say not talked about because I've been finding in my adult life often important topics are discussed, but I would say from my perspective, there's a significant amount of times where the way the discussion is unraveled in real life, it's not helpful. It's not fruitful and it might even be counterproductive because oh, we had the discussion, we did the talk, so we know the thing, we have the skill, we built the bridge, but no, like, that, where's the bridge? Um, and so I want to take a second to talk about this idea of gardening, because it's great that your mind's a garden, you should take care of your garden, you should plant seeds that are good, you should harvest good fruit, you should share fruit with, with the homies, you shouldn't give wood away. If you listen to the Wood and the Fruit podcast, you like gotta gotta be careful what you give from your garden because you don't want to destroy your garden. But uh, at some point, and I hope this is earlier than later, and that concept comes from the Learning Early podcast that I had a long time ago. Great podcast. Uh, at some point, I think that. Aside from trying to plant good stuff, aside from trying to get good seeds, aside from doing weeding and all this stuff, like, take a step back, pause, pump your brakes, beep, and just, like, work on your skills as a gardener. Like, understand the climate you're in, understand the system you're using, and work to get better, and, and... Try to understand what's going on. Don't just try to, don't just desire for like delicious fruit and pretty flowers. Understand how to make them, practice it and get good, optimize it, become a specialist and like make your garden the best because you know exactly what it do. There's a Greek word called eudaimonia. And eudaimonia can be roughly translated as the happiness of excellence. Uh, this is not something that I hear talked about a lot or I read anything about. Um, but this idea that there's a certain type of happiness that comes from being really good at things. And I'm not talking about arrogance. Like, um... The, the idea, I think it comes from trying to like describe uh, a knife. And like a knife is a good knife if it does the job that a knife is supposed to do. So it's eudaimonious because it's a good knife. And taking it into happiness, which is talking about like humans doing stuff because knives don't have happiness. Humans have happiness um, or they can. I think this concept is like, if you've ever been doing something that you're good at, that you've practiced, that you've worked on, like choreography, or, I don't know, uh, playing a video game, or playing music, or something like that, something that you've had to rehearse or gain skill at to do, and in, in, in the middle of doing it, while you're doing it, in real time, you know you're doing it right. You're like, okay, this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. Oh, I'm going to do this, and then this, and then this. And it's going, like, perfect, and you got it. And it's, like, building and mounting. And even if something happens, like, if you're, uh, um, 
like playing a video game and you're like doing really well and then something unexpected happens, but you're good enough to be like, oh, I didn't expect that, but I'm going to do this instead. And then it keeps working. Or like, you know, um, if you're playing music and something happens, like if you're playing music with other people and somebody else messes up, but you're able to catch it and make it sound okay anyways and just, just roll with the punches. The feeling of being in the moment because you have skill and like executing your skill and it being good, it brings happiness. It makes you happy and it's like, yeah, that's what it feels like. That word, like, yeah, like this is tight. I got this. Um, and that only comes from being good at something, from practicing, from failing, from taking small steps forward on a consistent basis over time. And I'm bringing this up because it's the same with your mind. Your mind is with you all the time, and you can't get away from it. You can try to, but uh, it's, it's you, so it's very hard to get away from your mind. And if you don't become good at managing your mind, it's going to be hard to operate it well. Your mind is a thing that is you, but it's kind of like a tool that you get to use. It's kind of like your garden. You are the garden, but it is the garden. And you can leave it alone and it can just grow weeds or stay barren or you know do do whatever it's going to do on its own and that can be very chaotic and it may not grow you enough food to eat it may not grow you any pretty flowers to experience their beauty but it, it's something you can do but what I'm bringing to the table as a suggestion for today is that we take the time to learn and gain skill in gardening, in day by day, little by little, on a consistent basis, learning and practicing how to cultivate our gardens, how to cultivate our minds, and get better at what we're doing, because we all have to deal with our minds. And if our minds are orderly, if they're beautiful, if they produce good food, then we get to experience this kind of eudaimonia thing on a regular basis, which I think are, is what happens when you have like happy people or content people or joyful people. They tend their gardens. They've gained a skill and they get that happiness of excellence because they have a good garden. And on average, their garden is good because they've been working on it every day, little by little. They may not be doing it consciously. It may have become a habit over time. But when you have a garden that you have worked on, that you know how it works, so when something's a little out of whack, you're like, hey, wait a second, that plant's not supposed to be next to that plant. Hey, wait a second, that has too much water. Hey, wait a second, why is, why is that like that? Because you've worked on it, because you've made mistakes, you've done the trial and error, you've paid attention. It's really easy for you to course correct and to fix things. And because you've practiced doing that every day, you already have that momentum built. So you want to do it. Your, your candle is lit in, in the sense of what I said before, where I light my candle in order to be productive. You have that 
kind of momentum building to not only you know how to to do your self-care, you know how to set your boundaries, you know how to do what's healthy for you, you know how to prosper and be productive and thrive and rest and do all these things, but you actually do them because you learned from practicing them. And I think it's great to have a garden that looks good, but um, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but there's certain places that sell like flowers and plants and stuff that look really good in the store, but don't do that well at home. And I think that there are ways, like you can um, put a bunch of fertilizers or do something to make a plant temporarily look good, but it won't produce good fruit or um, it'll die early or it won't be beautiful later, which are possible things to do. And I guess there's a, there's a use for that in certain cases. Um, what I'm advocating is you take the time and you spend the time and you care about your garden and you plant with caution. You plant with intentionality. You run experiments and you gain knowledge from them so that you can make something that's long lasting and that's stable and that gives you what you need and that you understand. So you can live in a place, you can have a garden that makes sense to you, that you understand, that you want to be in, that gives you good food that has beautiful flowers and stuff like that. And maybe it can even help feed your friends every now and then or people in need because you have extra food. But I think this is really hard to achieve if you yourself do not achieve skill as a gardener. Being a good gardener is part of having a good garden. And if you look at your mind as a garden and you want a beautiful garden, you want a botanical garden, or you want this farm that has like, you know, really good grapes or really good strawberries or something like that, that takes time and effort and learning and practice on how to do that, how to optimize that, how to make it the way you want it. And it's not easy. There's no fast way to do that. Sometimes people help you, but that doesn't always happen. And just because someone didn't help you, just because someone didn't tell you exactly what to do, doesn't mean that you're off the hook because your garden's going to exist whether or not somebody helps you. The point is, I'm encouraging people through this podcast to do what it takes in their situation to become a good gardener of their own garden. And if you get help, cool. If you learn it yourself, cool. If you do little experiments over time and get better and better, cool. But it's not going to happen on its own. And it's very rare that someone will come in and garden for you and make something good. So this has been the Perspective Podcast episode on learning to garden. And I really hope that this is preaching to the choir. But if it's not, it's fine. That's cool. I encourage you to work on your garden you're gonna get dirty you're gonna kill some plants on accident you're gonna grow some food that doesn't taste good you're gonna put in a lot of work and it's not gonna turn out the way you want but keep going keep trying when i was little i had this garden in the back of my mom's house like when i was like you know five six seven eight nine ten and i plant stuff and it would die. I'd plant stuff, and it would be a little better. I'd plant stuff, and it'd just 
would turn out horribly. But, you know, after like five years, I learned a good amount of stuff and I was able to cook with the food that I planted. Um, Because I was like paying attention and growing stuff year by year. And I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't water every plant in my garden the same. That's what five-year-old me thought. But, you know, five-year-old me also thought that if you baked a cake at 350 for 30 minutes, why not just bake it at 450 for 10 minutes? And that doesn't work. So my five-year-old me did not have the best logic. But um, the point is, your garden... When you start working on it, it's not going to immediately become what you want it to be. It's going to take work and trial and error and failure and frustration. And you're going to get dirty. You're going to get sunburned. You might even cut yourself. You're going to end up exhausted. Sometimes it's back-breaking labor. But the reward if you keep going and you don't stop is a good garden. It's not something that once it's good... It's going to stay good forever. It's kind of like your health. Uh, like if you if you do a bunch of pull-ups and you get really strong arms because you do a bunch of pull-ups, you can't just be like, oh, I'm strong now. Let me not do pull-ups ever again. I'll just stay this strong. No. Like as soon as you stop doing pull-ups, you're going to start getting weaker. As soon as you stop tending your garden, as soon as you stop learning and getting better and doing the maintenance and all that stuff, your garden's going to start going back to being this chaotic jungle forest place um so you got to do it every day but i hope that you find value in doing it because it's it's good for everybody it's good mostly for you but when you get yourself in order a lot of things outside of you improve a lot of things outside of you in your community in your relationships in your house at work a lot of other things just improve. They get better. Or you, you get to look at them in different ways. Because now that your garden is a little more well-maintained or a little more orderly or whatever you want to put it, it may give you a different perspective on things. So I encourage you to maintain your garden. If you guys uh, are having trouble about it, I'd say just you know talk to other people. Ask questions. Like, be humble and just be like, yo, I'm having trouble growing tomatoes. I see you got good tomatoes. How you grow those? Um, and be careful, like, with the hydroponics episode. Like, different people have different systems. So sometimes uh, growing, asking for advice from other people, if, if they're working off a totally different system or a totally different culture, there may be so many variables at play that it may not be helpful, but, I mean, ask a couple of people, like, oh, I see, like, hey, the five of you guys got good tomatoes, I want some good tomatoes, what's the, what are you doing, and they're like, oh, partial sunlight, or, oh, use one of these cage things, like, the cages for tomatoes, uh, they look like cones made out of wires, when I was little, I thought you should put them on the tomato like a teepee, and that's wrong, you should put them over the tomato plant like a tornado, um, so the wide parts at the top, so the, the things like fall out. And so for like years, I'd have to be like fishing into this teepee to get these tomatoes and it'd get all rotten because all the tomatoes would be too close together and it'd be clumping everything up and I'd be like, man, why do people even use these? These are dumb. But it was me. I was being dumb and I had that thing the wrong way. And um, I was in somebody else's garden and I was like, hey, here's your, here's your like 
different. And they were like, yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And next season, I was like, this is way easier. So um, be humble. I hope that doesn't come off as me being too arrogant. But uh, like, ask questions. Get help. Look at what other people are doing. But that's not the end of it. Go do some trial and error yourself. Go do some experimentation yourself. Go roll up your sleeves. Get your knees dirty with dirt. Get a little trowel and a sun hat and get to work. And it's not going to turn out good in the beginning, but it's going to turn out a little bit better than last time. And the more you do it, it's going to be a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Oh, man, these tomatoes are great. How did you get tomatoes this good? And you'd be like, long story. But um, this has been the Perspective Podcast episode on learning to garden. I hope that this is making sense. Sometimes you talk and you're like, is this making sense or is this like kind of out there? But I hope it makes sense. Hope uh hope it finds you well. And uh, whatever kind of day that you're having, I hope it's a real day. Hope you were able to do some gardening. Actually, on a realistic note, I planted a bunch of cactuses um, for whatever reason. I think I planted like a hundred of them and like saguaro cactuses. So these things could get like a hundred feet tall, but that takes a bunch of years. So um, I'm like incubating cactus seeds for whatever reason. And we're going to see how that goes. So I'm learning how to garden even while I'm doing this podcast. But bam. Uh, but whatever kind of day you're having, I hope it's a real day. I hope you're able to do experiments. I hope you're able to trial and error. I hope you're able to talk to other people and work on your garden. And as always, with this today's concept or episode of learning to garden, I hope that it's some food for thought and that it turns into a good conversation for you somewhere down the road. All right, I'll talk to you later.